Hello and welcome to Beyond Being Human. My name is Paige Schrader. I created this podcast to be a light for those who are embarking on their own spiritual journey. This is a judgment-free zone where we can openly discuss what it means to be beyond human. Topics discussed on this podcast will range from things like spirituality, astrology, health and wellness, consciousness, psychology, mediumship, crystals, metaphysical and holistic healing, mental health, ghosts, witches, and a broad range of other topics. Some of the episodes will feature guest speakers. Others will just be me discussing my experience and interpretation of modern spirituality. I hope my story can inspire you to dig deeper within yourself and discover what being a divine being means for you. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome back to Beyond Being Human. I know I haven't been on here talking to you guys in about a month and I apologize. I had to take some time for me to really just go through it. You know, those valleys I talked about last episode? Well, I was deep in the valley. For pretty much the entire month of March, I forgot who I was. I noticed a pattern though in others around me and those I care about also really struggling on a soul level last month. There was a powerful solar storm on the 31st and multiple solar flares leading up to that event. And I will dig into how that all affects human biology, but I personally felt like this last month, the emotions I felt, the thoughts I had, it felt as if they were not my own. Even my dreams, my dreams felt violated. I know I've talked about being an empath and absorbing the thoughts and emotions of others. And I have experienced that my entire life, but this, this was different. It almost felt like these energies that I was feeling were not even of this world. It felt like a psychic attack and I'm not here to try and scare anybody, but man, March was rough. Um, but you know what? We made it. I made it. I'm picking myself up. I'm starting to climb that next mountaintop. It's almost tourist season. So it is my time to shine. This week we'll be talking about, as I said, the solar storms and about healing and how healing is not linear. Just to give a timeline of sorts, we started the month of March off with a new moon in Pisces. New moons are great periods for manifestation and planting the seeds we want to bring to fruition. However, with this new moon being in Pisces, it brought an emphasis on healing. And remember what I have said in almost every single episode, it's time to get uncomfortable. Healing our minds, our souls, and our bodies is literally how we grow and ascend. So this already explains a lot for me. I was hella uncomfortable in March. I mean, my son and I both had COVID and I'm going to going to go on a side note here and talk about that so you understand a little why this resonates so much, at least for me. So I had COVID first and it was super uncomfortable for a few days and then I was fine. My son, however, got croup on top of having COVID and we were in and out of the ER because the croup was causing him to have asthma attacks. And that is shit is so scary, you guys. And just so you know, because I didn't know, and I wish I would have, cold air is the trick for croup. The steam actually makes it so much worse. Anyway, so before our first trip to the ER, I was laying in bed next to him, 
for an hour or so, just listening to him breathe. The entire time I was contemplating taking him in, and I've been concerned about his breathing before and taking taking him in uh, when he had RSV. But any time that I've ever had to take him in for breathing, they told me he was fine and to watch for retractions. I've never seen retractions, so I honestly had no idea. I'm like, okay, so if his ribs poke out, we go. No, you guys, he was retracting the whole time, and it took me YouTubing videos of babies retracting for me to realize that's what was happening, and it was terrifying. Um, but as a first-time mother, I had no idea what to even look for. And I started bawling at some point, and through all of this, I had this realization that I have an irrational fear that my son is going to die in his sleep. I've always had this fear. I know that even before his seizure started, because uh, about a year and a half ago, he started having seizures and we still don't know why he ha has had them. Um, but I could never figure out why I had this fear. While I was sitting here listening to my son wheezing, and I realized that deep down, I don't believe that I am worthy of a love so pure and so unconditional as my son's. So I have this innate fear that he'll be taken away from me because I don't deserve him by like God or whatever. And I will touch more on that um, when I talk about religious trauma. Anyways, with that realization came clarity. And since then, I've been able to start working through that feeling of unworthiness. And I've been able to realize just how irrational that fear is. And that's how the month started. By the way, my son is fine now. We were sent home with a nebulizer. Um, he's been doing great ever since. We're both back to being healthy, just so you are all aware of that. But yeah, the new moon in Pisces was March 2nd. And Pisces season lasted through March 20th. So in retrospect, I at least really felt that Pisces energy, that emotional sensitivity and the ups and downs of the healing that the new moon brought. On March 5th, Jupiter joined the sun in Pisces for the first time since 2010, bringing massive opportunities for growth and spiritual connection. Again, I had to get on, I had to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Without going into too much personal detail, especially of others involved, during this time, I brought someone back into my life who until now has been a distance away from me. This person and I bring out the absolute worst in each other, and we know it. We have a karmic bond, and that is not like a cosmic connection or soulmate. I mean, it, it definitely is a cosmic connection, but that connection is not the true love, Disney fairy tale type. This person represents a lesson that I incarnated to learn. And with karmic bonds, the thing about those lessons, um, if you don't learn it, the same lesson is going to keep reappearing in your life with a different face. Anyways, we know that we are toxic when we are together for extended periods of time. And I have to say, looking back at the month that I spent with this person, I am so proud of myself and my growth. Obviously, I'm still learning this lesson. However, the way I handled certain situations and how I, I no longer tolerated certain things, I have come so far. Growth is funny because you won't be able to see how much you have grown until you are reflecting back 
on periods of your life. So while I was extremely uncomfortable and I was feeling emotions I didn't understand, I can now see the purpose of those uncomfortable feelings and moments. Mercury joined the sun in Pisces on March 9th. And we know that Mercury governs communication. So when it is traveling through Pisces emotional waters, we tend to rely more on our feelings than facts to navigate us. And boy, oh boy, I reverted a lot in March. I made decisions I wouldn't normally make and all of them were feelings-based. And I've had to remind myself several times over the last few weeks that healing is not linear. It's okay to fall down. You just have to get back up. So I had found myself down, down in the valley, like I said, and it seemed impossible to pick myself back up. I felt like I just kept falling down. And after some self-reflection, I've realized that, especially since beginning the spiritual journey, I have looked at my awakening process, my healing process as a straight line, just climbing a ladder straight to the top. And I've always kind of wondered when I will ascend to the highest level, you know, as if life was a video game. And then I remember just like our heartbeats, healing isn't linear. The journey isn't a straight line to the top and then boom, mission complete. I mean, how boring would that be? No, the journey is all of those valleys and hilltops we've talked about before. And so forgiveness has been huge for me lately because I tend to be my own worst critic. I think that is true for all of us, honestly. And I can't tell you how many times I've had to sit and remind myself, healing isn't linear. I've said it probably seven times already, but that has been my mantra. And that has what is what has gotten me through um, the month, month of March. The full moon in Virgo on the 18th brought a loud and clear message to get your shit together. Literally around this time is when I started realizing just how much I was struggling in that valley and that I needed to get my ducks realigned. Didn't exactly happen on the 18th. And I mean, I'm still working on that. But somewhere around the 18th to the 20th during that full moon cycle, I really started picking myself up and dusting myself off. And something else I have realized about healing you guys is that it takes time. It takes time to pick yourself back up and get on the forward moving path once again. And that's okay. This particular full moon brought an opportunity to release all of the baggage that has been holding us down all winter. A chance for a little spring cleaning of our souls before entering a new season, a season of growth and new beginnings. And again, I'm still releasing. I've been saging my house like three times a week and I'm finally back on track with my meditations, all of which have been center focused on grounding and releasing negativity. I sometimes feel a lot of pressure when I get on here and talk to you guys about my experiences on this journey, because just because I get in my head as if I should have it together at all times, nobody does, honestly. And that's the purpose of this episode to remind you guys and myself that that's okay. During the last week of March, the sun was the center of the show. Multiple massive solar flares led up to a huge solar storm on the 31st. And in case you were wondering how the sun can affect you, 
let's dive into this. A study done by the Institute of Northern Industrial Ecology Problems out of Russia from 1948 to 1997 found that geomagnetic activity has three seasonal peaks every year during that 49 year period. And during each of those 49 years, every peak in geomagnetic activity matched with peaks in anxiety, depression, bipolar disorder, and suicide. There's a reason I do not believe in coincidences, you guys. Everything and everyone is connected. And that is why I'm here talking to you guys, because if we can begin to understand that connectivity, then we can begin to heal and ascend on mass levels. Our pineal gland or third eye chakra is directly affected by electromagnetic activity. Just like the earth has an electromagnetic field to serve as a protector, as do we humans and animals. Because everything is energy and we all emit a vibrational frequency. That is our electromagnetic field. This magnetic field is the same conduit that charged particles from the sun use to enter the earth and, for example, steer the weather. Electromagnetic activity from the sun affects our electromagnetic field as well. We are physically, mentally, and emotionally altered by electromagnetic charges from the sun. Psychological effects of these charges are usually short-lasting, but do include headaches, palpitations, mood swings, chaotic or confused thinking, and can increase erratic behavior. The geomagnetic activity also disturbs our circadian rhythms as well, so a lack of sleep can also impair your judgment. Now, I'm not saying that solar storms excuse any type of behavior or thought pattern that you experience that doesn't resonate with you. I am explaining this because it is easier to navigate through life when we can understand it. I, for one, was a bit relieved when I was researching because I knew the thoughts and emotions I was experiencing were not resonating with me at all. Again, it actually felt like a psychic attack. And that brings me to my next point of focus. Let's talk about what a psychic attack is. When I first heard the term, I just pictured you know, like in the movies, a witch casting a spell on someone. But it's actually much simpler than that, which is terrifying. So we know that the energy we put out in the universe is going to reflect back at us tenfold, right? That includes our thoughts, you guys. That's why positive thinking is so important, especially when trying to manifest. Where we put our attention is where we put our energy. So if we are thinking negative thoughts and fixated on those negative thought patterns, that is where our energy is going and that is what we will manifest. So a psychic attack is when negative energy is being focused at you with either the conscious or subconscious intention for harm to come to you or any aspect of your life. That is truly the terrifying part of a psychic attack is that the attacker, if you will, doesn't have to go to the extreme of like making a voodoo doll or dipping their toe into dark magic. A psychic attack is the byproduct of the psyche. So even if they aren't consciously aware that they are wishing you harm, you can still be negatively affected. 
the thoughts, emotions, and energies that others project onto us create strong energetic signatures. And when we are exposed to those frequencies, it affects us. Some symptoms one may experience are nightmares, seeing your attacker in the form of a villain in your dreams or meditations, suddenly acting out of character, major changes in clarity or analytical thinking, fatigue or feeling of being drained, hearing voices, strange reoccurring accidents, a discomfort or fear in a specific area in your home, sudden illness, especially those that elude diagnosis, sudden depression, a streak of bad luck, irrational fear, anger, or sorrow, a negative obsessive thought or desire, feeling that you're being watched or seeing shadows even when you are alone. The interesting thing is that we cannot do anything to anyone against their free will and vice versa. So if you're experiencing a psychic attack, you would already have to be a match vibrationally with said attack. Awareness is the first and most important step. Once I realized that the symptoms I was experiencing did not resonate with me vibrationally, I was able to sit back and separate what emotions and thoughts were mine and made sense from those that did not. And the next step for me was to realign myself with positive thoughts and emotions that did resonate. The reason I was feeling the effects was because I was out of alignment myself. Again, awareness is key. All a psychic attacker is, is the vibrational match to the unhealed aspects of us, mostly that reside in the subconscious that we are not yet aware of. Yet another reason why shadow work is so important. These things come into a reality because there is a vibrational match within our shadows that attract the energy given off by the quote unquote attacker. And I want to add that the attacker is most likely completely unaware that any attack of any kind was even sent. And so it is important for us to align ourselves, not only to protect ourselves from the psychic attacks of those around us, but also to protect those around us from the psychic attacks that we send out subconsciously. To simplify this, a good example is jealousy. Psychic attacks often stem from jealousy, because if you are jealous of someone, then you perceive that person as some sort of threat. For example, I was cheated on in my previous relationship and I knew the other girl. Now I didn't outright attack this girl, but I sure had plenty of negative thoughts about her and even wished her her own bad luck. That right there is a psychic attack. We all do this without even realizing the effect that these thoughts, especially obsessive thoughts, have. I was talking about this with a friend and she asked me how to protect herself from psychic attacks. And to be honest, again, the very best thing you can do is to align yourself into higher vibrations that will not align with the vibrations of jealousy, guilt, or anger. We have talked about how to raise your vibrations. I would start by meditating daily. And in order to truly ascend, we have to accept that we are all divine spiritual beings living a human experience. That includes the girl my ex cheated with. That includes my abuser. That includes everybody. And once we accept that, 
fact, we begin to see people with kinder eyes and no longer have room for judgment, jealousy, or anger. I would include shadow work into your daily routine. I did an entire episode about shadow work and the importance of healing our shadows. When we keep our trauma buried, it doesn't disappear. It remains hidden in our shadows and can be the very thing that keeps your vibration low enough to match the vibrations of a psychic attack. Once again, healing isn't linear. There is no timeline. There are ups and there are downs. The important thing is to keep investing your time and energy into healing yourself. Remember, where you focus your attention is where you focus your energy. So by focusing your attention on healing your mind and body, you are also focusing your energy on healing, and that is what you will manifest. I know I have kind of bounced all over the place with this episode. There was a lot I wanted to cover, and the title of this episode could not be more fitting or punny. I want you guys to know I take this podcast seriously. It means a lot to me. And I know I got off course for a minute, but I intend to focus my attention and energy into making this podcast the best it can be so that I can continue to spread love and light. Thanks again for listening, and I will for real talk to y'all next week.